wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. So this week's episode is a little different. We're still going to dissect success, but the inspiration came from a different place. Um, I've spent the last few weeks in my hometown, Winnipeg, Manitoba. My mother was diagnosed um, with cancer and only a few short days after this official diagnosis, she passed away. So I want to dedicate this episode of Dissecting Success to my mom, Sharon Beth Kaplan. And we're going to talk about our parents' roles in our success. Teresa, hi. Hi. Well, first up, I feel honored that we're doing this. Um, it's a, it sure is going to be a special episode. And I know Sharon would love it if she would hear. What she would said. love it. And she was just so proud. And I know she listened to a few episodes before she got sick. But, you know, I was thinking about this and... Um, bit of a trigger warning. Sorry, if this, if this episode's a little raw, maybe bookmark it and come back to it when you're in a, the right space. But I was, um, when I learned my mom was sick and I thought she only had a few weeks left, I was about to take a picture of the dedication in my book and post it to social media. And as I picked up the book, I got a call from the doctor letting me know that my mom's illness was not treatable and that her cancer had spread too far. So I didn't have a chance to take that picture. I immediately collapsed. And once I was able to start to breathe again. I, um, I opened up the book and took a picture and, you know, my book pulsing through my veins, the dedication, it says, you know, for my mother, Sharon, I love you. And the reason that book was dedicated to my mom was because she was not only my biggest fan, but my biggest inspiration and not just, you know, she wasn't an entrepreneur. She worked very hard. Like she was a dental hygienist for a hundred years. Just kidding. She was not alive for a hundred years, but She's been a dental hygienist for maybe four decades. Like she died at 62 and became a dental hygienist in her early 20s and worked so hard. Her work ethic is what really was contagious and watching her work so hard. So showing me that she can prevail from difficult situations and work really hard to provide for me and my sister and give us a really good life, um, you know, was such an inspiration. And I wouldn't be where I am today without my mom's support and love. And I think, you know, she never sat down with me and was like, Blair, you should be an entrepreneur. You're very creative. She just was very supportive about everything I wanted to do. 
And I think that's really important. Like the, the support from a parent is really crucial to helping navigate the path that we walk on. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Blair. I think that our parents are a huge inspiration in not just where we end up, <laughs> but really how we approach our work and how we approach our careers. Like your mom, my mom has always worked incredibly hard. She has actually been an entrepreneur for as long as I know. She's uh, run her own business. She lost her business a couple of times by having some bad business partners, which was crazy. And she always said, you know, the most important thing is that you just keep getting back up. Like you're going to figure out a way and you're going to keep going. And yeah, I mean, she's always worked incredibly hard, but my mom also got sick um, along the way and got to a stage where life was really difficult. She has rheumatoid arthritis. So it's a battle that's going to be, um, ongoing for her, but, uh, there were times that were really tough. And since she got sick, she reminded me a lot of the times that there is more to life than work, which was really interesting of someone who always worked so much. And I started to see her make changes like prioritizing herself you know, taking more time, making more space, going on more vacations, actually turning her emails off and being like, yeah, I'm not available unless like there's like a super emergency. She's a, and she's an insurance, she's an insurance broker. I guess that's what you translated to hard to translate. Sometimes she's in Germany, but um, you know, I found that was really interesting, but it certainly inspired me. And I remember when I jumped into entrepreneurship, she was so excited for me and she's like, you know, it's it's going to be different, but you're going to really enjoy the freedom that comes with that of being your own boss. And I just thought that was so fun because I never really thought about it until then. So, yeah, super inspirational. I love that. And it's so cool. So my dad was an entrepreneur. My dad, um, you know, we didn't really grow up. I didn't grow up around my dad. My parents divorced when I was seven but he was a diamond dealer and a gemologist. And before that, he had a business with my mom's father. So entrepreneurialism, I believe, literally pulses through my veins like it's in my blood. But and my work ethic, though, is strictly because I watched my mother, you know, raise two kids on her own, work six and a half days a week, do what she could to make us, you know, successful, set us up for success. Now, what I think is really interesting, because I was thinking about this, and some of the things like my mom only passed away about a week ago from the time of recording. And, you know, some of the little things that she did, I'm already really missing. You know, she was always the first to view one of my Instagram stories or to comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram or like it. Like she was my, my number one. And she was also like, when it came to social media, if she had a funny idea for her post, she'd always run it by me to make sure it was really funny. And, you know, I just like just little things going back and forth or her checking in on me, like, did this client pay you yet? Or, you know, what's going on with this client? Or I'm so proud of you. Or, Hey, like I, I shared the article you wrote on my Facebook and, you know, going back and to the social media, the little things that she was doing was just so encouraging because I could always count on my mom. Like for a while, when I was managing different clients, social media, she'd be the first to like all these posts. And I'm like, mom, you have to stop. <laughs> you're like, you're liking too many posts. And, you know, it'd be fairly random brands that had nothing to do with my mom, but she just wanted to support me. And I think that's the fuel that was, you know, feeding my flame of success and drive, knowing that 
doesn't matter what happens. Like I still am making my mom really proud. And that's all I ever wanted to do because I was a wild child, believe it or not. Like I always did okay in school, like, you know, cruise the B, B plus lane, like maybe an A minus student. But, and, you know, I always showed up to class and always had jobs, but like I was a wild child. I still am, but before nine, now that I'm sober, I'm wild before nine. But, you know, I think it concerned my parents, mostly my mom, because it was a lot like my father. And, you know, I just felt like when I started my business, I always just had to prove how well I'm doing, how successful I am. You know, maybe it's by the caliber of clients or the money in my bank account, or just the fact that I'm getting up every day and doing what I need to do in order to survive and build my brand. But, you know, later in my career, the past couple of years, I realized that I didn't have to prove anything to anyone and that I, you know, I'm living the dream and it's just so crazy to think that my mom's not going to be here to watch me up level, watch us launch momentum. You know, she has been a huge source of empowerment to me. And I want to take those lessons that she's passed on to me and, you know, share them with my clients because there's nothing like the support from a parent. And I think it goes the other way too. If your parent, if you're a parent or your parent discourages you and it's something you really want to do that can just crush you. Right. Like, I'm, you know, I have a couple of friends that are entrepreneurs that I grew up with, but it, you know, very much from the mentality of like, go to school, get a degree, get a job. And I didn't do that. Yeah. That's a, a so beautiful that Sharon has been such a supportive mom to you. And I, I know in my heart that she's going to still be there. She might not be able to press like or comment, but I know she's still going to be there somehow watching you and your beautiful energy. And, and, you know, you're such a resilient, powerful, inspirational woman. I'm just going to say this and um, we may get all teary on this episode, but <laughs> no, seriously, you know, I think it takes a lot, but when we have strong women mentors in our life right and our moms are those for us but there's also others I think it's just this beautiful thing because we truly feel like yes this whole feeling of I'm not in it alone you know I'm not in it alone and I find that particularly you know on an entrepreneur journey sometimes it can feel alone but I also remember leading an organization and at times felt alone but there, there was always this ability to have a conversation, have a phone call, have that support. My mom's not on social media very much, but, uh, you know, we, we chat regularly. And I, I just think that's so important, you know, to, to be able to have that encouragement. And as you said, you know, if it doesn't come from your parents, it can also come from other people. I know for myself, similar to you, um, well, I didn't grow up with my dad. My parents split when I was um, not even two, so very early in life, and I never really had a relationship. The few times that we did speak, um, it ended up in me getting insulted, and it caused a whole bunch of issues with me around imposter syndrome and not feeling worthy, but it also fueled a fire of, I'm going to prove him wrong. <laughs> And I've since let this go in the last couple of years, working through that and realizing that I have nothing to prove to him or anyone for that matter. But, uh, you know, it's interesting how we can use pain to fuel our success or we can use pain to let us stop us. And, and I've moved through various emotions around all that. But in the end, I, I feel like that if you have a beautiful gift to share, 
the world needs to hear it, needs to see it, you need to share it. And there was something about being able to give that back to you, right? Like you just mentioned that, you know, being able to give that back to our clients. And I know the beautiful um, humans that are going to join us in Momentum are going to get to feel that, right? For us giving back to them what others have given to us, whether it was our moms, whether it was friends, whether it's each other. I know we're a huge support system for each other too. And, um, you know, that's something that I'm so, I'm so happy we have each other. Like, I'm like so pumped because it makes a big difference, right? And to share these special moments and to have these deep conversations and to bring in different layers of humanness into success as well, because I think sometimes we forget that we're still human in all this. I think that's, I think that's so accurate. So what I want to play on here is first of all, thank you so much for sharing about your dad. I didn't know that Teresa and I are, are pen pals. We're more like zoom pals because of the pandemic, but we've never had a deep and meaningful chat about our fathers, but my dad is back in my life, but my parents, you know, divorced when I was young and my dad is a brilliant man, but he lives with addiction and he's going to listen to this episode. I love you, dad. Like I, I love him no matter what, but I have this picture up in my office and it's of him in, a, in his twenties. You know, he's dressed in a suit. It's when his gemology days, I believe when he was a diamond dealer. And I love it because it shows me every, everything I want to be in a business person, but it also reminds me of all the potential that my dad had to stop you know, focusing on because his mental health, you know, took the driver's seat and his addiction steered him in a different path. So my dad's success as a business person, but life choices are what is fueling me to want to be successful, fueling me on what I want to be, who I want to be and who I don't want to be. And, you know, part of his, his journey has inspired me to be sober because I know what potential he had from learning about him. And I know what kind of person my mom is. And I'm like, what can I do to maximize my time on this planet? How can I have the biggest impact for the people that I'm supporting? I am put on this earth to be of service. I want to inspire people, whether it's through the I'm Resilient Project, Momentum, or my, pro, you know, my mentorship, my programs. And how can I make sure that I do that at a max capacity? And part of that is protecting my mental health, being sober, knowing my roots, knowing where my parents, you know, came from, where knowing where they're going, where they left this legacy. My mom has worked at the same dental clinic for 29 years. And she, I've had patients reach out to me telling me that they've watched me grow up. Like people I've never met who've seen every year my school picture and all my mom talked about was my sister and I, Alana, or we were her pride and joy, joys. We are her pride and joys, I should say. And, um, you know, I think looking at who my parents were and using those qualities that were the best of them, taking that and really using that to, to nurture and help me grow that seed of success, it's going to be really cool, but also very heartbreaking that my mom's not going to be able to physically be on this planet with us watching it happen. So I have this thing now that everything I'm doing is like, is this going to make my mom proud? And if it does, I want to do it. Like I showed up last week, a couple of days after she passed away to a speaking engagement, because that made her really proud. That would have made her proud. She was excited that I was doing that, you know, talking about her a week after she left us on a podcast, like I owe, I owe more than this to her. And, you know, it would be like this if she was still here with us. And I think it's really important to look at your parents 
weaknesses and see how you can, you know, maybe avoid them or what can you do differently to help, you know, avoid them so that you are successful. Totally. And I know that, you know, she would be so proud of you for showing up and for doing it. And like, I mean, I said this earlier, but I have so much respect for you for doing that and, you know, for being there and, and for, you know, acting on that hunch that told you, you know what, this would, this is important to me and it would be important to her. So I'm going to do it, even if it's not easy, you know, and I think sometimes when people see, especially in that social media world, right? Like when they just see people show up and do their thing, right? Like there's so much that's hidden that people don't see. And just knowing too, you know, that sometimes days are tough, but you know, what I see, you know, us doing what I see other incredibly successful um, people do is, you know, still find a way to show up if it's really, really meaningful. And if it, you know, drives into your vision and your purpose. And you know, that's actually something that I have learned from something from my dad. Um, you said about his weaknesses, but he had an anger for my my grandfather who passed away nearly two, two decades ago now. And um, he had his, uh, also an entrepreneur. He had his own painting business. He's a painter. And so my dad took over the business, but um, understand that he never wanted to do that. That was not his dream. That was not his purpose. And so for a long time, there was a lot of conflict going on. And there was, there was still some like, you know, leftover um, crumbs around for that. Uh, we don't speak much at all. So I, I, you know, can't go deeper. But what it taught me is the importance of speaking up, the importance of going down your own path and figuring out, you know, what is my purpose? What do I want to be here? What impact do I want to leave? What is my vision? And really knowing that that's so important. And that doesn't mean we're self selfish. You know, I think you can still hold a lot of compassion and empathy for everyone around you, but making choices that serve ourselves in this whole idea that that allows me to serve other people and leave deeper ripples. And that's something that I've really, really learned. And, um, you know, I've been judged for it too, moving into a different country, um, you know, when I was just 21, right? Like I've been in Canada 15 years now, I'm an immigrant. And a lot of people don't realize that about me because I fit right in until I start talking and people hear my accent, <laughs> right? But I've made some crazy ass decisions along the way too. And yeah, I mean, whatever. I'm going to just go in the direction that I think and feel I'm called to go in. And that was a big lesson. Yeah. And I think, I think that's so important. And okay. So your mom's still around, you know, I was thinking about what advice my mom gave me and I think stuff is going to start coming back to me because in this time, like I can't really think of anything that stands out, but something that really stands out. And I made an Instagram post about this. I posted a black and white photo of me and my mom was her sense of humor. And I realized that a lot of people like to listen to our podcast, not only because there's wisdom, because there's a little bit of Blair humor and that like I go, I go about my life and people laugh sometimes with me, sometimes at me. I don't really know. But from, from really, you know, reflecting on my mom, she had a sense of humor and her friends thought she was really funny. And her Facebook posts, especially over the pandemic, were really funny. And she loved sharing posts about me and like dental memes because <laughs> she's a dental hygienist. Um, <laughs> And so 
I don't have any specific advice my mom gave me, but I think this sense of humor is something that I really want to embrace more because it's something that people really knew her by her big smile, her generosity. She was everyone's biggest fan and, and she had that sense of humor. And so maybe Teresa, do you have any advice or anything from your mom that, you know, you've carried onto your life into the business world, any advice or, you know, mannerisms? Oh, from my mom, you know, she is just honestly, like she's taught me what resilience really means to be honest, like to, to keep going <laughs> and to, yeah, to just put one foot in front of the other. Like she has experienced a lot of hardship. Um, but also like, she's always been one of those people that like made a big deal about being in beautiful spaces. So that is also something that I've learned from my mom. Like she loves, to have flowers in the home, which I know is something that really I took on this year because it makes her happy to see the beautiful tulips on her table. Like she really makes a thing out of spaces being beautiful and comfortable so you can enjoy life and, you know, sitting down for lunch and eating, right? Like, I mean, that's very Euro too. We sit down and we actually have conversations. We don't take everything on the go, but I really learned from her, you know, make, make your life as beautiful as you can and make the most of what you have. And uh, yeah, and that's always been a big thing. And the humor piece, I think that is so, so huge, but I mean, I talk a lot about leading with joy and bringing more joy into your life. And also like, I'm a pretty fun person and I was, that, that was sort of dimmed for a really long time. And now I'm letting that out and I do more fun things and I drown myself in popcorn and come up with cool concepts, Yeah, you, do. And, you know, hey. but you gotta make it fun. And I think that the lightness and the joy in every moment, right? Like I will laugh at myself. I will laugh at myself for stressing about shit. I will laugh at myself for making a mistake. I now laugh when I see that I post like a beautiful Instagram story and then I have the most hilarious spelling mistake. And, you know, I had to learn that. And then I'm like, whatever, I'm human. It's pretty freaking funny. <laughs> like, if you're not going to not hire me because I have a spelling mistake in my story, it's cool. You, <laughs> that is fine. Like, you're not hiring me for for being your English teacher or doing your write-ups, but fun and humor. Oh, and being you, so like nice. being authentically you. Yeah. Like I, my mom is, was always her, no holds bar. I am like that. I speak my mind. And I think, I think that's something that we should all take away. Like maybe we should all reflect and look at the people who raised us, whether it's your parents, your grandparents, family, what do you love about them? What do you admire most? focus on that in you what do you maybe not like so much and use that as a way to inspire yourself to move forward and beyond what they were capable of you know we're humans we're not perfect you know nothing's perfect on the inside well it, it might be but like there's always something and I think that's actually really important. And, you know, you just said that your mom loves, loves flowers and her space. I just got me thinking like my mom, she just loved to floss her teeth. Like she's a dental hygienist and like flossing, like even going into the hospital the second time she made sure she had floss. Like, did she floss? No, but um, you know, flossing was so important and every bag of mine has floss, every drawer, like there's floss everywhere. If I don't have floss, I panic 
Yeah. So, and maybe coming away from this episode, you guys should go buy some fresh flowers and some floss. I love that. <laughs> Why not? Teresa, what's your mom's name? Sabine. Sabine. You know, get some flowers in honor of Sabine. You know, think about her and her hard work and that she's on the other side of the world from Teresa and you can get some floss. And I guess I don't know if I want you to think about me and my mom while flossing, but maybe just think about flossing. <laughs> Because it's good for you. And just know that Sharon would be really happy to know that you are taking care of your teeth. You know, and I think this was such a beautiful episode. I, you know, don't want to drag it on too long, but I think our moms are going to be very proud of us. And I can't wait to one day meet your mom. And, you know, you've had the chance of meeting my mom through all my social media posts. And I just want to, you know, thank all of you for listening in and sharing your time with us to talk about our mothers and the role that our parents have played in our success. I love that. Well, with that being said, this is a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Blair, you're a rock star and a badass, and I'm so glad Sharon helped you become this beautiful, gorgeous woman you are. Love you so much. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.